Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I was glad to have this man on. He's a world-renowned brain surgeon, also the former HUD secretary under Donald Trump. It's Dr. Ben Carson. Doctor, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing great, Joe. It's always good to be with you. It's always a pleasure to have you. Are you enjoying the hell out of Bidenomics like I am? It turns out we're all <laughs> we're all whistling Dixie. It, it turns out the, the inflation rate doesn't matter. I guess mortgage rates don't matter. The fact that people are paying uh, or getting paid less for doing more work doesn't matter. Joe Biden, they literally put out, a me- I thought it was a joke, Ben. They put out a meme from the Joe Biden Twitter account that gave a definition of Bidenomics and it basically said, this is great for everybody. What are your thoughts on, on this mind game they're playing with us that don't worry about gas prices or inflation or the mortgage rates? Just listen to us. Everything's going great. Well, it's the same thing they're doing with everything. The, forget about what you can see. Forget about what you can hear. Forget about what you can feel. Just listen to us. We'll tell you how it actually is. And, you know, it works very well when you're able to dumb down the population. Look at what's going on in our schools right now. We've got people graduating from high school who are functionally illiterate. Yes. You know, and and this has happened historically in other countries, too, before, you know, socialism and communism takes over. You dumb down the population. That way you get less resistance. Have you ever taken a moment to look at about 100 years ago what the curriculum was? You can look it up on, inter- on the Internet anywhere. Absolutely. In 1930, in 1912, they were learning. I, I'm a Ben, I'm smart. I'm going to tell you, I use my voice for a living, use my brain for a living. I don't know half the stuff fourth graders were learning uh, back in back in the early 1900s. Why dumb down the population? Don't you want a strong, vigorous, intelligent population? Well, when we cherished education and we valued it, look how fast we took up. I mean, it was like a rocket ship. Yes. And look what's happening now that we're dumbing people down. It's not good. I hope the American people are awake enough to actually see what's going on. And everybody has to become an activist in this situation, uh, because if we just sit passively by and complain, uh, nothing's going to change. Uh, Doc, I wonder, I wonder if you agree with me that the dumbing down probably is because then the government's the smartest. And I know that you and I talked about this last time. The government wants to be God. The government wants to be the educator. The government wants to be the smart one in the room. And the government wants you to go to them for housing and clothing and, and work and money and everything. That just makes them the supreme leader, does it not? Absolutely. That's the Marxist ideology. And that's what they've been working on for a long time. In fact, if you go back and you look at the congressional record, January the 10th, 1963, we're talking 60 years ago, they read in the goals of the Communist Party for America. It's astonishing. There are 45 goals. They've accomplished almost all of them. And it really is quite frightening. We're being played like a fiddle. It's uh, Dr. Ben Carson. Go to littlepatriotslearning.com. You can find out how to educate your children and do it the right way. And he's got a new book out called Freedom of Bark, and we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, what what role does the the sexualization of youth play in that? And here's what I mean. In Seattle two days ago, or three days earlier this week, um, there were a bunch of naked men just taking a shower in the town square. Uh, ben, they were naked. It, it wasn't even like see-through underwear. They were just naked. Um, and it was it was something that had I been... A four-year-old, I would have been completely startled by. I mean, as a 56-year-old, I was startled by that. Why are we making that okay and commonplace? And is that part of the the rules for communism that you're talking about? Yes, that, that is part of it, to corrupt the moral basis of the society. So, you know, that's a very big part of it. And you'd be astonished if you go and look at that. But, you know, our faith and our families, those are the things that are under severe attack. Yes. 
And, uh, you know, when you, when you look at Judeo-Christian values and principles, you know, sexual perversion is way off base. But if you can get people to accept that as normal, uh, then you can throw out the rest of the moral code as well. I feel as though this is a Democrat uh, move because Democrats are the ones who have been in charge of this progressivism, this takeover, this basic, basically socialism for a long time. And the reason I bring that up is I want to go to the black community and the family structure like you and I have talked about a lot of times. A hundred years ago, it was about the same. 70 or 80 percent mom, dad, kids in black families, white families, every family. Suddenly, it's 70 to 80 percent single moms are raising these kids and the government wants to be the dad. Did the government give young black men the wink and the nod and say, don't worry about it, spread your seed and don't, you have no responsibilities? And if they did, why do that? Well, I think it's been a, a huge part of the destruction of the black family. Uh, you know, 70 plus percent of black children are raised in single family settings. And uh, there's been a number of sociological studies, I don't think it's even controversial, uh, that show that's a, a tremendous disadvantage in terms of one's development and one's socialization. And, uh, you know, when you look at the prison population, 70 to 80% of them come from single parent homes where there is no father. So if you can destroy that nuclear traditional family, uh, you go a long way toward fundamentally changing the society, making it dependent upon government, and that's what Marxism is all about. And another consequence of that clearly is you look at Chicago or even Baton Rouge or, or St. Louis and young black men are in the streets killing each other. And right. nobody but nobody's doing anything. Black Lives Matter doesn't care. Um, no. You've got the Antifa doesn't care. They only care when a, a person of authority, a white person, maybe a cop, ends up causing the death of somebody of color. They don't... Ben, this weekend coming up is 4th of July weekend. You're going to have 100 people shot in Chicago and nobody's yeah. going to say anything. No, it really is very frustrating to me when I see them come up with their holier-than-thou attitudes, and I know that they couldn't give two hoots and a holler about that kid who's about to be killed on the street. They don't care. They don't, and they won't do anything about it. And if you bring it up, you're somehow a racist, which doesn't make any sense. It's Dr. Ben Carson. Go to littlepatriotslearning.com. Get this uh, new book. It's called Freedom of Bark, and I want to talk about that in a second. What, when, it, when it comes to the way that America looks right now, let's just talk about the basic truths from the beginning. Do you think it was ever the government's job to educate us? Was it ever the government's job to give charity? I didn't think it was. No, the whole reason that so many people were anxious to come to this country it's because the promise was that the government would stay out of your business. You know, they would provide the basic things that a government provides, but they wouldn't be trying to manage your day-to-day -day life. Now, that's exactly the opposite of socialism, communism, Marxism. They want to be involved in everything from the cradle to the grave. And uh, we are moving very rapidly from an independent society to one that's dependent upon the government. And if the American people don't wake up pretty quickly, the transition is going to be complete. But the mind game and the indoctrination, Doc, has, has completely worked on, on people either in the center, center left, or far left. Because if I say you should not have food stamps for more than six weeks because that's just a bridge to get you from A to B, people will say, I don't care about children. I don't care right. about people eating. I don't care about people who are homeless. We have to have the government step up and do that when historically it's been faith-based organizations that have joined with communities to say, we've got a soup kitchen, we've got a, a homeless shelter, we've got a, we've got a food bank. 
That's the way it was supposed to be, and it was never a problem to join up with the Lutheran church or or the, the local synagogue or, or the mosque, whatever. For some reason, we're turning to Papa government to take care of everything, and they, they don't do a very good job of it. I think the logical ones, the conservative ones, should fight back, and they should say, the people who don't care are those who do things that lead people in a dependent situation, and then back that up with the facts. They just don't want us to be independent, do they? And and is it, I guess it's a dumb question, it's kind of rhetorical because we're seeing it, but is it really that easy? And I guess it's taken generations to finally tell people government is the be-all, end-all. Go to church if you feel like it, but that's not really the thing. Uh, go to our schools, eat our food, take our transportation, drive the cars we say you have to drive. I mean, ben, you're from Detroit. Let me talk about cars for a second. The number one industry in Michigan, and I still have a house there, uh, and, and, and in fact, I've got relatives who are up there in my house right now. I love the state, but I found as a news reporter and anchor in Michigan, automotive was number one, agriculture was number two, huge industries in that state. There is nothing to me that sounds better than a 350 Chevy engine starting up and just blah, 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 blah. I'm, I'm being told by the government I'm not allowed to have it anymore. And if I want that, I'm the bad guy. Why are they vilifying everything that we've loved as Americana? Does that make sense? It makes no sense. And it's all about control. That's what the whole Green New Deal, all this environmentalism is about. I think they know deep in their heart that the environment always changes. When it stops changing, that's when we're dead. Right. But they want to use that as an excuse to control everything. And uh, I, I hope people aren't going to fall for this. You know, they need to be soundly defeated, those people uh, who are advocating all these things. And we need to get back to common sense the very principles that made us into a great nation. We need to grasp those again. You don't have to be that smart to see that as we throw away those principles, we're rapidly moving downhill. LittlePatriotsLearning.com is the website. It's Dr. Ben Carson, former HUD secretary, world-renowned uh, brain surgeon. Uh, I'm wondering, as a scientist, and I know that you're not, you're not a geologist, you're not a meteorologist, but as a scientist, are you afraid for the future of humanity because we might go up 0.1 of a degree over the next 100 years? Uh, that is the least of my concerns. <laughs> yeah. No, I, right? I mean, I there's so much more going on that we should worry about. Yeah, if everything was static and it wasn't changing at all, I'd be very worried. Yeah. It's Dr. Ben Carson. You've got a book called um, Freedom of Bark. I want to get into that by mentioning something that else, uh, something else that's happening in Michigan. You may or may not be aware of this, but they just passed in the state house, I believe. I don't think the Senate's done it yet. They just passed something that is anti-hate legislation. Now, you don't like hate. I don't like hate. We're against hate. We have advocated for people to stop hating our entire lives. But in this legislation, it says if you feel threatened, the person can be arrested. If you feel as though somebody is being aggressive towards you, this is in the legislation. It's not just me paraphrasing. They literally say if you feel a couple of different times in there. Now, I'm a radio talk show host, and I say things sometimes where people don't agree. And if they feel a certain kind of way, I can be arrested in Michigan. Ben, what happened to free speech? Well, you know, I just found out today that our uh, page on Facebook, American Cornerstones page, has been canceled because they say it violates their policies. And all we talk about are things that have made America great. And obviously, we oppose those things that have detracted from yeah. the of our nation. But that somehow is hate speech. And uh, you need to be shut down. This is, what, this is where we're moving. We're moving to censorship, and uh, we have to fight it vigorously. Well, we'll have children grow up in this country 
that believe censorship is the right way. I had I had Yomi Park on from North Korea. I don't know if you've seen this young lady. She's doing a speaking tour. Got a great I book out. Yeah, yeah, she's she's wonderful. And she yeah. says, when you grow up in North Korea, you think that's the way of life. You can't speak. You sleep on dirt. You have one one set of clothing for the entire year. And if you're lucky, you shower a couple of times. You know, every every few months. It, it, it's a way of life that if you raise somebody from birth that you don't really have free speech. You don't really have the right to have a firearm. You don't really have the right to, to not be surveilled by the government. If you raise them that way, they'll believe it to be truth, and they'll fight for you, those who are the oppressors. I mean, that's what we're seeing, right? right. Well, and she also says that uh, they teach them from early age to hate America. Wow. And to hate what it stands for. And that, and that the government is God. Yes. I mean, he, if you don't have a picture that is pristine of the, of the Supreme Leader, they might kill you in your house. Absolutely. Freedom. Our First Amendment is so vitally important. You know, that's what Freedom of Bark is about. It's a kid friendly book with a traditional daddy doggy, mommy doggy and the kitty doggies and teaching children the importance of freedom of speech and also of being respectful of other people's freedom of speech, learning how to talk to people, even if you disagree with them, because we used to have a country where there was a lot of disagreement, but we could always find things that we agreed on and common things that worked for the good of the whole society. And uh, if we can get back to there, we'll be fine. But they're doing everything in their power to make sure that we don't get back there. Is Freedom of Bark available now? It's available through Amazon. And also you can go to AmericanCornerstone.org or LittlePatriotsLearning.com. And all the proceeds from the books go right back into the program to create more content. And all the learning stuff uh, on the website is free of charge. It is uh, Dr. Ben Carson. Go and get this book. It's called Freedom of Bark. Freedom of Bark. Let me expand upon something that you said. Oftentimes, I'll hear Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or somebody that I disagree with say something, and I'll call them out on social media, and immediately I'm attacked by 5 billion bots that say, how dare you take away their free speech? What gives you the right to tell them they can't say that? And Ben, it's so stupid because my response is a very simple one. I'm sorry. I think they have the right to say it. I don't want them arrested, but I have the right to complain about it. Don't you get that? And then they'll shut up. But people truly are being raised in this society to think that you've got freedom of speech until I'm bothered by what you say. Right. Would there be a, necess- a necessity for the First Amendment if we all agreed? I don't think so. And, and take note of the fact it is the very First Amendment. It is foundational for a free society. And if we lose it, we're going to lose everything else, too. Can speech ever be violence in your in your opinion? I don't think so, unless I hand you a gun and say, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. I still, you still need to take an action. Um, can speech be violence? They think that speech is violence. Our speaking today is violent to some people. Well, I mean, speech can incite violence. Yes. There's a question about that. But speech itself is not violent. And we need to learn how to be able to listen to things, even if we don't agree with them. You know, this whole concept of safe spaces, for instance, uh, how ridiculous is that? Or a warning that something may be coming up that might be irritating to you. This is just garbage. And we're, we're training people to be little sissies. You know, we have to learn how to stand up for what we believe, go ahead and give a good argument, uh, be able to talk to someone you know, who has a very different opinion and not become hateful in the process. 
couple of websites here that I want you to go and check out, AmericanCornerstone.org and also LittlePatriotsLearning.com. Get the book. It's called Freedom of Bark. Let me ask you about one last thing that for some reason 0.1% of the population is dominating our population right now. Ben, is there ever a reason in your mind, because again, way smarter than I am, maybe you figured this out, why people need us to have men dressed as women, drag queens, go and read to our four- and five-year-olds or talk to our four- and five-year-olds or parents take their kids to a drag show at the local club? Can, can you think of a good reason why we need to expose children to what I've always thought was adult entertainment? Uh, I think the reason that children have parents is to protect them from such things. Yes. And, you know, children are naturally curious. Children are naturally suggestible. And to take advantage of that is nothing less than child abuse. It is, and they should be arrested. What I'm seeing now in the public square is that there are things that people would be called pedophiles for, but they'd be arrested for. They'd be behind bars a long time or maybe get some mental health. But, but for some reason, we're accepting it. And not only accepting it, you've got to promote it. If, you, if you're not happy with drag, drag Time Story Hour, then you're the bad guy. Well, you know, that's why Facebook is canceling our page, because we speak out against those things and talk about what's logical and what makes sense. But th- that's not acceptable to them anymore. Well, I thank God that you're speaking out and that you're unafraid. It's Dr. Ben Carson, founder and chairman, American uh, Cornerstone Institute. Go to AmericanCornerstone.org or LittlePatriotsLearning.com. Get this book right now. It's called Freedom of Bark. And, Doctor, I always appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Joe. All right. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Great to have you. You know, having Dr. Ben Carson on is always an absolute honor. The man is just an American hero. He's an American icon. He's a world-renowned brain surgeon. And he's out here just working hard to try to make sure the value system that America stands for doesn't go away because of these leftist attacks that are that are constant. Love having him on. We'll put that interview up later on tonight up on Rumble. Make sure you go and check that out. Next hour is going to be Dan Nitro Clark. Dan uh, Clark played Nitro on American Gladiators, a show that a lot of you watched, a show that I certainly watched. A show that I enjoyed the heck of. They've got a new um, uh, documentary. It's unauthorized uh, called Muscles and Mayhem or Muscles to Mayhem Muscles. Something like that. It's right there on Netflix. Go and watch it because it really does expose what it was that we loved so much about the, the gladiators and what we didn't even know about. We'll have him bottom of next hour. Joe Pags Show coming right back. Stay here. Joe Pags. <laughs> 